When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Stop farming when pigs fly. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, not as much sunshine as we enjoyed yesterday. Come on in, everybody. It's a Wednesday morning. I'm the fabulous farm babe, Pam Youngke. Glad to welcome you to it. For today, it looks like we've got partly cloudy skies on the way. Daytime highs, though, right around 57. Overnight lows down to 44, so not too tough on the plants overnight. For tomorrow, Cloudy skies and then rain in the afternoon. 54 are expected high on Thursday. Friday, showers should end by midday. 54 are expected high. Then, for Halloween weekend, looks beautiful. Sunshine on Saturday, 57. Sunshine on Sunday, 53 degrees. We'll check in with Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, and weather details in about 15 minutes. Join us as we continue our new monthly segment, The Gamblers Test Plot, only on the Midwest Farm Report with our partners at Gamblers. Aaron Zimmerman here, and this month I get the chance to try out Gamblers waterproof gear as I clean out and pressure wash the stock trailer. Tune in to see how Gamblers products help me get the job done right and stay dry. Since 1939, Wisconsin-based Gamblers has helped farmers, ranchers, and agriculturists get work done smarter, faster, and safer. Follow along at MidwestFarmReport.com. Aloha, fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee inviting you to join me on a four-island tour of the Hawaiian Islands, March 21st through April 2nd. This is going to be a fantastic tour, not only including beautiful tropical scenery, but learning about Hawaii's agriculture, pineapple production, salt harvesting, and more. You can get a free brochure by calling Holiday Vacations, 888-557-1020. That number again, 888 888- Five five seven ten twenty. Indianapolis is alive with activity starting today. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. That's because today is the official beginning of the 94th National FFA Convention and Expo. And Bob, they're back together face to face and a lot of Wisconsin blue and gold jackets will be there. There always are a lot of them from Wisconsin. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. While it officially starts today, there have been activity going on for the past two or three days, and we can say so far, muted congratulations, I guess, for Courtney Zimmerman from the Spencer FFA, Aaron's little sister. She made it through round one. They started with 37 candidates for national office, down to 21, and Courtney is one of those 21. So congratulations and good luck. Ben Steyer is the leader of our delegation from Wisconsin. Ben, of course, from Menominee and the state FFA president had a chance to talk to him before he got on the bus. And he said, as always, lots of Wisconsin Blue Jackets will be there. I expect there will be at least three to 400 members from Wisconsin, plus our alumni and supporters, other advisors and guests going there. So Wisconsin will definitely be well represented in Indianapolis. As they always are. Lots of good folks from Wisconsin and safety precautions. What are you know, with COVID-19, are they still taking things carefully? Yes, definitely still being careful about it. Masks are required indoors. And then there's a couple other things like our state photo isn't happening as it traditionally would. Um, And then some of the contests, the preliminary rounds have been taking place virtually leading up to this. So there's not as much 
cross-contamination between everything. Oh, so. that's that's good. Hopefully we'll get back to normal next year, but mm-hmm. it's good that it's live in Indianapolis again this week. Well, let's talk about some of the folks that are down there that are nervous or already know they're winning awards. Let's talk about some of the national proficiency finalists. How many do we have? Wisconsin has seven national proficiency finalists, which are the top four in their area in the nation. And who are those ones from Wisconsin? Lashana Vogel from Denmark, one of my state officer teammates, and then Kendra Goplin from Whitehall. I should have mentioned Lashana's in the agricultural communications area. Kendra's in ag education. And then we have Ethan Lulich from Austin FFA in the ag mechanics, repair, and maintenance entrepreneurship area. Brandon Jacoby from Loyal is competing in the Ag Services area. Tristan Workus from Stratford FFA in the Environmental Science and Natural Resources. Victoria Mailer from Darlington is one of our finalists in Swine Production Placement. And then Hope Lockstead from Slinger is a finalist in Veterinary Science. All right, so we've got seven finalists in that area. And also another one of the highlights, as always, receiving your American FFA degree. Do we have a lot? Wisconsin has 84 recipients this year, wow. so still quite a few from our state down there. Well, some from all over the state, every section represented, so we're awfully excited for those individuals to be receiving that degree, too. Yeah, and congratulations. And also, we've got uh, chapter awards. Tell us about some of the awards that are presented down there and the chapters from Wisconsin that are going to be recognized for their work. Yes, yeah, so there are the national chapter awards that highlight chapters and the great work that they're doing. There are a couple chapters specifically that are getting awarded for different areas. So Grant and FFA is being awarded in the Growing Leaders area with their Forest Education Night event that they held. And then Denmark FFA is being highlighted for their Building Communities area with a Potastic Memories event. And then we have other chapters that are earning three-star awards, such as Badger, Bigfoot, Clinton, Columbus, DeForest, Denmark, Granton, Manoa, Marshall, Slinger, Wapaka, Wapon, and Waiwika Fremont. And then there's also chapters earning two-star awards at the national level. Those are Beaver Dam, Bloomer, Bonduelle, Cashton, Elkhorn, Michigat, uh, New London, Portage, Randolph Cambria Friesland, Reedsburg, Seymour, Schulzburg, and Union Grove. Lots of good chapters in our area. And of course, there are adult recognition and one person is going to be dearly missed this year is uh, Jeff Hicken, and there will be some recognition of him, I understand. Yes, definitely. Uh, Mr. Jeff Hicken is receiving a VIP citation at National Convention, as he was a former advisor of our state and DPI consultant, so we're hoping that his family is able to be down there and receive that recognition that is so well-deserved. It really has lost a, lost a good man, that's for sure. Honorary American FFA degree recipients, teachers, and uh, those others that are going to receive the honorary degree down in Indianapolis this week. Mm-hmm, yes. Miss Glenda Crook from Columbus High School is our one ag advisor receiving the honorary American degree. And then we have several adults who are all very deserving as well. Mr. Ryan Schaefer through Case IH and his work on the National FFA Sponsors Board. Michelle Stugin, or Stutgen from the Culver's Franchising System. Uh, Allison Wedig, a past state officer, for also working with Culver's Franchising System. And then Doris Mould, who is getting theirs through the Sunrise Agricultural Associates and their work um, at the University of Minnesota as well. So congratulations to those. And of course, some of the hardest working people at the convention we don't uh, consider that a lot 
but state band and state chorus. And they practice a lot. They perform a lot. They're down there. They've been down there, I'm sure, since this past weekend or maybe before. Who from Wisconsin are, well, band members, first of all, Ben? For the band members, we do have four Wisconsinites down there representing us. So Audrey Bigler from Baron FFA, Mark Wanick from Denmark, Allison Lucin from Slinger, and then Mary Lewandowski from the Wittenberg from the Wittenberg Burnhamwood FFA is that's also a, down that's there. a mouthful. That's <laughs> yes. a big chapter. It's hard to get on the back of a jacket. That's for sure. <laughs> what about the uh, the chorus members? Just like band, we have four chorus members down there. So that'll be Hannah Nelson from Denmark, Riley Siegfried from Shano, McKenna Coons from Upon, and Samantha Horning from Upon as well. And of course, there's always business to transact at the National FFA Convention. The state officer team represents Wisconsin, but you have others that are offered an opportunity to be delegates. Who else are the delegates besides the officer team? Yes, yeah, so we do have three additional delegates joining the team that were chosen through application and interview. Those three individuals are Courtney, Courtney Glenna from Amory, Mary Schreiber from East Troy, and Libby Hossider from Sock Prairie. So extremely excited to have those three young ladies joining us. I think it'll be a lot of fun to get to know them throughout the week. And it will be a busy week for you. And you do have business, always have business to transact. Comes before the delegates and your delegate sessions. What are some of the things, Ben, that uh, the delegates are going to have to consider for the FFA? As delegates, we are looking at six committees. So we're all placed on a particular committee. And then we come back together at the end of convention to kind of work through the areas and, and approve or put on different information to the board. So our six committees are focusing on on the American degree qualifications and looking at what the degree looks like going into the future. Second committee is looking at supervised agricultural experiences. Our third committee is addressing teacher recruitment and retention strategies moving forward. Our fourth committee is looking at our relationship with alumni and also industry supporters and how we can best work with them. Our fifth committee is working with what does the organization look like post-pandemic and what can we learn from the accessibility standpoint of covid and then our sixth and final committee is looking at the membership experience as a whole and making sure the FFA is an equitable organization for everyone. And I think it is. You get to the convention and you see uh, lots of lots of different faces representing mm-hmm. lots of different ethnicities and uh, all kinds of different things. It's a, a great organization. One thing we haven't uh, done yet is talk about maybe we might have a national officer again. Who's representing mm-hmm. us from uh, Wisconsin? And right now and has been involved in some pretty intense interviews already in Indianapolis. Who's in the middle of that? Yes, Courtney Zimmerman is our national officer candidate hailing from Spencer. So we are obviously extremely excited to have Courtney down there and wish her the best as she continues to strive to be a national officer this week. And hopefully she does make it. It's a grueling, grueling effort you have to go through. Ben, as, as the leader, you've been there about three years. For those young people that are going to be going down there, maybe on the bus as we're talking right now, heading to Indianapolis, what are some of the things that you hope they get from this convention and from having a chance to see so many other members and experience the, all the mentorship that's available? Mm-hmm. There are a few different things I hope members take away from this. The first being just the size and scale of our organization. I think we hear over 700,000 members and it's hard to put into perspective. But when you're at convention and you see over 60,000 other blue jacket wearers, it's pretty inspiring just to see this whole like 
sea of blue and gold, as it's explained. So that's one of the main takeaways. Also, to make sure students network and make connections, there will be attendees from all 50 states and Puerto Rico. So really a unique experience to meet other people. And besides them, the alumni and supporters that are there, different representatives from colleges and businesses, and great opportunities to meet them. And nothing else, if nothing else, just to have fun throughout the week. It is an absolute blast to be dancing and enjoying all the different components of our national convention. So I sure hope students have a good time. And we hope you do too. But uh, has it sunk into you that uh, you're leading this delegation <laughs> from Wisconsin as a state president? That's an awesome responsibility and an awesome show of confidence in the membership. Uh, I don't think it has completely sunk in yet. It's still kind of odd to think as as my teammates and I have been working on testimonies and delegate business, um, kind of a unique experience to kind of be behind the scenes working on all these things, but definitely something that I've enjoyed and I'm really looking forward to the rest of convention as well. Well, we know Wisconsin <laughs> will be well represented with the leadership of yourself and, of course, Mrs. Zimmerman, Cheryl Zimmerman, and on the National FFA Commission, or committee rather. So Wisconsin, as always, well represented at this year's 94th National FFA Convention, now going on in Indianapolis through this Saturday. And hopefully at that time, Courtney Zimmerman of Spencer will be named as a new national officer. We'll keep our fingers crossed with Ben Steyer, our Wisconsin FFA president from Menominee. I'm Bob Bosold. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You're grateful for all the ways technology can connect us. Unfortunately, there are online scammers who want to take advantage. Malicious viruses, phishing scams, and identity theft are more prevalent than ever. That's why Rural Mutual includes cybersecurity protection as an option on every policy. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. There's a feeling you get when you plant Dairyland Seed Alfalfa. We call Dairyland Seed Pride. Yeah, we heard all that. I think we're ready for what's next. And just who might you be? I'm the new voice of Dairyland Seed, the guy that talks less and delivers more. You see, Dairyland Seed has their strongest lineup of top performers ever. So now, we can let our seed do the talking for us. No one informed me about this. Take our Hybroforce 4400 Alfalfa, for example. The latest generation in the family to set new standards for yield and quality. It delivered a 6.9% yield advantage against the competition in 502 head-to-head comparisons. With proven performance like that, what's left to say? But I like being Dairyland Seed Proud. We do too, and we always will be. But sometimes you got to get out of the way and let the numbers speak for themselves. Can we at least listen to the music one more time? You got it, buddy. See how Dairyland Seed Hyberforce 4400 brings the yield and delivers the quality at DairylandSeed.com. Have prairie exteriors add more value to your roof? Right now, get free gutters or leaf protection with the purchase of any roof. Imagine a new roof to highlight your home outlined by stunning, handcrafted gutters for free from Prairie Exteriors. Improve the look and value of your property with one of the area's highest rated exterior companies, Prairie Exteriors. Prairie Exteriors, now that's impressive. PrairieExteriors.com
If she's not milking the cows, she's talking about them. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, it looks like temperatures are going to stay fairly mild today, but not as much sunshine as you might have enjoyed yesterday. Time for your Compure Financial Ag Weather Updates. Stu our Ag Meteorologist, along with us. Boy, it was a beautiful day yesterday. Well, today won't be bad at all, but uh, western Wisconsin, La Crosse and Boston, probably going to deal with more of the clouds than you're thinking about, Pam. Still really nice late October weather. Temperatures around and a little bit above normal. We're all down in the mid-50s for normals now, and that's about where we're going to be today, in the mid-50s, right where we should be. And with that, a good deal of sunshine east, but some clouds west. Sprinkly showers have just crossed over the Mississippi into western Wisconsin. May not be any more than just a few sprinkles this morning at La Crosse. They may hold together to reach Boston. That may be a stretch. It may not even happen, but there will be a few more clouds because of that. Now, low pressure is off to our west. It's the system I expect heads towards southern Missouri tomorrow and then off toward Kentucky as we head to Friday. That system is providing a lot more rain from the Dakotas, western Minnesota, down to eastern Nebraska, eastern Kentucky. We're going to watch that system just move very, very slowly, finally bring in more of a rain chance uh, late tonight at La Crosse and Boston, tomorrow, and especially tomorrow afternoon for everybody else, Thursday into Thursday night, lasting into early Friday. Rain amounts generally up uh, trace amounts to near a half. Lacrosse may see a little more, could be up to three quarters or maybe an inch of rain. And then temperatures will stay mild. The weekend sounds beautiful as it begins, sunshine and above normal. But it starts to cool a bit for Halloween Sunday, and we drop back to cooler than normal already by Monday. There may be some rain around the mid part of next week, and a cooler than normal pattern is what I expect once we turn that calendar to November. I'll have forecast details right after this. The Wisconsin Soybean Association works hard to share the voices of Wisconsin soybean growers at the state and national level, and you can become a member at badgerbean.com. Besides a voice in Washington, WSA members receive free seed, discounted event tickets, and products. Not to mention news on the latest in soybean research and technology. And being a member of the Wisconsin Soybean Association also makes you a member of the American Soybean Association. So join today at BadgerBean.com and help the Wisconsin Soybean Association go to work for you. Boost agriculture production in 2021 by optimizing operations with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the resources to identify energy efficiency upgrades and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. All righty, Stu, let's have that forecast then. All right, well, some sprinkly showers at La Crosse for a time this morning, maybe into the afternoon. Otherwise, the Compure Financial Ag weather forecast does call for sunshine east, a few clouds in the west. Mid-50s today, southeast winds about 5 to 10. Mostly cloudy tonight. There may be some showers. La Crosse or even Mauston by early tomorrow morning. We drop to the mid-40s. The east winds at 5 to 10. Mostly cloudy Thursday, more likely afternoon showers almost anywhere. And that's when rain starts to add up a bit. Oh, up into the mid-50s, maybe not quite as warm as today. East winds at 5 to 10. Showers last overnight into early Friday. Still a mostly cloudy day Friday. Call it mid-50s, you know, 53, 54. A bit breezy Friday. North winds 5 to 15, gusting to 25. 
But then we look to Sunday, more sunshine, upper 50s, a beautiful way to start the weekend, a great way to wrap up October, Pam. But like I said, November and a lot of the guidance I've seen indicating a cooler than normal temperature pattern on through the first week of the new month. Well, I guess we really can't uh, act surprised about that. We've been been pretty doggone lucky so far. And you said the most measurable rain in the next uh, 48 hours or so, western Wisconsin? Yeah, and even then, only up to an inch. I think the rest was maybe up to a half inch or so, and that's Thursday afternoon into early Friday. All right. Sounds good. We'll catch up with you tomorrow, buddy, and see what's moved, okay? All right. Have a great day. Stu Muck, our Ag Meteorologist, with your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Visit Compure.com. And don't forget our Midwest Farm Report talk text line, 877-301-FARM. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. At Wiffles Hybrids, we're known for doing one big thing. Superior corn hybrids. Really, really well. But the truth is, it's only because we don't lose sight of all the little things. Wiffles Hybrids. Lots of little things done right. Little things include customer first philosophy, more cigarettes per region for more personal contact, active and involved leadership, no hidden agendas, unmatched quality assurance, popcorn deliveries to your combine, taking jobs personally, no confusing rebate programs, and a few post-harvest dinners. For a complete list of all the little things that makes Wiffles Hybrids different, please visit Wiffles.com. You know it's coming. Let's make sure you're prepared. Winter in Wisconsin. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee reminding you about all the services that are there under one roof at McFarland, 780 Carolina Street in Sauk City, McFarland's.net online. Don't forget, time for that snowblower service to make sure it's ready to go. They can handle it. Maybe a set of new tires for the ride that you depend on in the winter. Focused on their community and your safety. That's McFarland, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City. McFarland's.net online. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring? Something that you can customize yourself. Maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, Stuff you won't find anywhere else and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help with a commercial burglary investigation. On September 19th, officers responded to a burglar alarm at Tech Heroes in the 7400 block of Mineral Point Road. The glass front door had been shot out and the suspect took a small amount of cash from the store. The suspect was wearing a black hoodie pulled up over their head and black sweatpants. The suspect also had a red lanyard around their neck. A similar incident previously occurred on September 9th at a business in the 1400 block of Emil Street. If you have any information regarding either of these incidents, please contact the Madison Police Department at 255-2345. If you wish to remain anonymous, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 
1-800-273-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can receive up to $1,000 in cash rewards for tips that lead to an arrest. Hi, Grandma. What's for dinner? Hey, honey, I'm making stew tonight. Ooh, can Nina come over? I'm not sure about our new friend. I wonder if there's been any drinking going on. Alcohol at her age can lead to so many bad things. I've been meaning to ask you, what would happen if someone offered you a drink? Grandma! This is hard. She's so young. But I know I need to talk to her about it now before someone tries to give her alcohol. If anyone ever does offer you a drink, I want you to say no. I have too much respect for my family and I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Really? I promise, Grandma. I love you too. Okay, how about tasting the stew and telling me what you think? Some children may try alcohol as young as nine years old. It's not too early to talk about drinking. For tips on how to begin the conversation, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. That's underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This message brought to you by SAMHSA and this station. Is your biggest fear of having dermal filler in the face looking overdone? You are not alone. A Skincare Minute with skincare expert, Michelle Neeson. Dermal filler treatments at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie restore fullness and fill in wrinkles in areas of the face, such as the cheeks, under eyes, lips, and around the mouth. It's very difficult to look overdone with non-surgical dermal fillers due to the amount that's typically injected. Did you know that one syringe of filler equals one-fifth of a teaspoon? One fast food ketchup packet is equivalent to eight syringes. As long as your treatment is performed by a skilled medical professional, you should have the natural-looking results you desire. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Packers have done such a good job, and then they check us, or at least... You know, they've got different tiers of uh, media access, and but they've let you know me, they've let us in uh, so that I can be in the interview room, and we have to sit a certain distance from the podium, but they bring in players and coaches into the media auditorium, as you've seen uh, this past year or so, and we have to wear masks in there. I have, we have our temperature taken, uh, and we you know get a quick um, a COVID test, uh, a nostril test and, and everything, and then they let you know. Man. But uh, and and they have this. They've set out this semi-permanent tent that's between the players' parking lot and then this little door entrance that we've got for where the media and maybe some other staff are going for. And we have different testing times and and days and that kind of thing. So you know, it's except for Malik Taylor, who the backup wide receiver and special teams guy, he's not been on the COVID list now a couple of weeks. Um, they've had a pretty good year. I think Jay Sternberger, uh, who we saw on the bench uh, for the Reds for the uh, for the Washington Football Team, uh, he's with them now. The former tight end, mm-hmm. he had COVID uh, during camp. Uh, other than that, they've been pretty clean. And then Joe Barry test positive mm-hmm. after the game Sunday night, the, yesterday morning, and then a few hours later, we learned that Devonte uh, had tested positive when the players started coming in because they can tell you within 15 minutes about that first test, and they still do these other backup tests when they send out to the to the lab in New Jersey. So we asked LaFleur about this, you know, this situation, and, okay, so if Joe Barry can't go on Thursday night, um, 
you know, could you use like uh, Jerry Gray, who's been a defensive coordinator for the Bills. You know, he's, he's been a player and a coach in the in the league over 35 years. Could he call the defense Thursday night at the Cardinals? That's something that we're kind of working through right now. I think regardless of how we do it, it'll be a collective effort with everybody involved and having input. But certainly you feel confident with a guy like Jerry who's called it before and has had, you know, a top five defense in this league. So uh, we definitely have people that we feel that are capable of, of getting the job done. So, Mike, is like Joe Barry, can he not be involved during the game? Is there rules against that? Like, how, can he well, not like FaceTime in and help out or something? Yeah, I mean the NFL guidelines. First of all, they you know he really is not allowed in the building. He's in quarantine. Now. Well, I mean, I mean for like for being DC, Zoom. like for being this DC role when the game. Like, can he like FaceTime in and help the boys out or like? Uh, I you I know, know. Um, I don't know if if teams if, if they've talked about that. Can a guy call the game and not be at the stadium? Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I don't know if they maybe. Maybe you can't quite do that in real time. Yeah, you know, that's probably you the case. Do that yeah. fast enough, and maybe it's too hard in terms of what the guy is looking at. I mean, you know, you, you got to see what the opposing offense yeah. has got. I'm just thinking out up. loud, you know, just thinking out loud. Yeah. Uh, so no, in the meantime, you know, they want you know bodies that are tested negative and, <laughs> and can do that. And so, um, you know, whether it's Jerry Gray, another candidate might be the outside linebacker coach Mike Smith. I know that he and Lafleur. Are pretty close, and that you know that's a guy who might have a career someday down the line as a defensive coordinator. Lafleur was asked, though, you know, kind of your question: Is there any chance that Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator, could be cleared by Thursday night? Well, he is vaccinated, um, so if he gets two consecutive um, tests where, or two days in a row where he tests negative, then yeah, that is a possibility, but. Um, I'm not going to hold my breath on that. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath on that either, Mike. I think uh, you just got to, the, the bed's been made. Now we got to sleep in it. And so the Cardinals just went through this. As a matter of fact, you know, Chandler Jones, their pass rusher, and Zach Allen on the defensive line, they've actually been activated off of the COVID-19. They've gone through this. You know that the Bears had their receivers coach and one of their players test positive last week when we were in Chicago. Yesterday, Matt Nagy, head coach of the Bears, has got it. And now you're seeing this come up with the Packers, who just played the Bears, which is kind of strange. But Cliff Kingsbury was uh, was on the sidelines, if you will, being quarantined for eight days. And then uh, he got he was able to coach when they beat the Texans to remain undefeated. What was that game like, 31-5 they beat the Texans on Sunday? Yeah. So Kingsbury was asked, when did you get the all-clear Sunday morning that it was okay to return to coaching? Right at about 6.30. So, yeah, I was down on the wire, which it's a long week just sitting at, sitting at home. It just didn't feel like the same type of rhythm, same type of comfort level. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Partly cloudy skies on the way today. 57 are expected high. Pretty mild overnight, down to around 44. Tomorrow, though, that's when the rain is back in the forecast. 54 at expected high. Rain around tomorrow afternoon and into the day on Friday. I'm Pam Youngke. 
Now, from the Alcivia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Wednesday. So today, 27th day of October. On this day in 1904, the New York City subway started operations. It's the oldest underground subway system in the United States. They actually started construction on it in 1902. Today, the New York City subway is one of the largest in the world and the most used rapid transit system in the world. That started on this day back in 1904. On this day in 1838, an interesting note in history. The state of Missouri passes what they called the extermination order. Basically, what they were doing were targeting the Mormons that had come to settle in different areas of Missouri earlier in the year. They decided that under executive order, all Mormons were to be treated as enemies and they should be exterminated or driven out of the state. That's exactly what happened. If you know your history, the Church of Latter-day Saints moved from Missouri to Illinois, ultimately ending up in Salt Lake City, Utah. That started on this day in 1938. And on this day in 1682, the city of Philadelphia is founded, of course, one of the cities we all learn about when it comes to our history books on this day back in 1682. Happy birthday to actor-comedian John Cleese. He's 82. Happy birthday to former wife of uh, former president, Donald Trump, Marla Maples. She's 58. And uh, actor-comedian John Goodman celebrating his wedding anniversary to his bride, Annabeth Hartzog. They were married on this day back in 1989 and remain married. And now you know. It is a Wednesday. That means it's time for us to catch up with our busy friends at the Steffes Auction Group. And, of course, we always want to remind you about their website, steffesgroup.com, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. Ashley, you and along with us, busy time for you folks. I mean, it must be tough just trying to keep track of where staff is, what's coming up, what's going on. And now you add to that the catalog coming out this week and that brand-new app. Boy, you guys just keep spinning, don't you? Yeah, we do. So the catalogs are going to be in the mail by the end of the week. So if you uh, don't see it in your mailbox, definitely give us a call. We'll get one sent out, along with all the auctions that are going to be happening uh, from now to the end of the year. There is going to be a QR code on there. And so if you're technology savvy, you just hover your phone over that thing, and it takes you right to the free app. Excellent, excellent. And I said to Ashley, I downloaded the app uh, better than a week ago, and I catch myself just thumbing through all the options are out there. Boy, talk about current listing of everything and getting a right down to the penny price on what's been paid. That's that's incredibly valuable. Well, it makes for smart buyers and sellers. So you can look at three years of data. You can watch the trends on on how the used market has has actually come up significantly. Uh, and if there's something you're running on your farm, you're thinking, well, I might want to replace this combine or something. I wonder what they're bringing on an auction. You just type in the model number and boom, it's all there. Well, and I'll be honest, one of the reasons why I was looking is we had a, a joint go out and I thought, man, is there one nearby that we can scavenge? So there's a lot of different reasons why people might want to be on that app. Again, tell them how they can get that app if they want to start doing a little shopping, Ashley. Yeah, right now, you know, it's available where you get all your apps on the Play Store and that kind of different things, and you just got to look for the Steppus Price app is what it's called, and so you can download it there. You can go to our website, com. You can you can get it right off of our website. 
And also when those catalogs come out in the mail, there's going to be a QR code to, to get it right off your phone. Well, and like you said, this is kind of a game changer. Uh, first, as far as the online auction business and that relevance is so critically important right now when a lot of farmers are facing supply chain challenges everywhere. Yeah, you know, and hence why the price is so low and, and you got manufacturers that uh, can't keep up with demand and not a lot of stuff being made. So the use price is way up. And so there's another reason. If there's something sitting in your shed, uh, it's not being used and you want to turn it to cash, definitely just give us a call. Now, I want to remind you again, aside from the website, stephasgroup.com, don't forget you can call Ashley's office direct at 320-693-9371. Let me give that to you again, 320-693-9371. Or if you want to talk to their Stephas Group in in uh, Wisconsin, rather, that's 920 442 56 77. Again, the Wisconsin office for the Steffes Group is 920-442-5677. And like you said, Ashley, if that uh, catalog doesn't land in your mailbox this week or front part of next, uh, call or get online and make sure that you're getting that that, uh, paper version, too. Yeah, absolutely. I forgot it's downloadable off of our website also. There no reason not to have it. There we go. He's doing anything and everything he can to keep you connected with how the used uh, farm market is for equipment. And don't forget, it doesn't end there. Uh, basically, anything that's connected with production agriculture, with construction, the Steffes Group has gotten involved in selling it. So find more. Steffesgroup.com. S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. And like you said, download that brand new Steffes Price app and start shopping today. Aloha, fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee inviting you to join me on a four-island tour of the Hawaiian Islands, March 21st through April 2nd. This is going to be a fantastic tour, not only including beautiful tropical scenery, but learning about Hawaii's agriculture, pineapple production, salt harvesting, and more. You can get a free brochure by calling Holiday Vacations, 888-557-1020. That number again, 888 888- Five five seven ten twenty. Join us as we continue our new monthly segment, The Gamblers Test Plot, only on the Midwest Farm Report with our partners at Gamblers. Aaron Zimmerman here, and this month I get the chance to try out Gamblers waterproof gear as I clean out and pressure wash the stock trailer. Tune in to see how Gamblers products help me get the job done right and stay dry. Since 1939, Wisconsin-based Gamblers has helped farmers, ranchers, and agriculturists get work done smarter, faster, and safer. Follow along at MidwestFarmReport.com. So yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese dropped three cents to one eighty-three. Forty-pound block cheese was down four and three quarter cents at one seventy-seven and a quarter, while double A butter gained six and a half cents to close yesterday at a dollar ninety-three per pound. In overnight activity, all of our markets are in the red ink. December corn is down two and a quarter at five forty-one and a quarter. November soybeans are down eight and a quarter, twelve twenty-nine and three quarters. The December wheat's down three and three quarters cents, seven forty-eight and a half. July new crop wheat's down three, seven fifty-six and a half. The November milk that's up a nickel right now at eighteen seventy-nine, but December milk lost a full fifty-four cents yesterday, down to eighteen sixty a hundredweight. 
Farmers are always thinking about conservation, but I'll tell you what, some of the investments they want to make as far as conservation can be pretty pricey. That's why now is the time to consider getting involved in the EQIP program through the Natural Resource Conservation Service. EQIP stands for the Environmental Quality Incentives Program, and they're opening up applications now. Aaron Zimmerman's got some details. Farmers and forest landowners can now plan ahead and apply for EQIP funding through the NRCS. And today I'm here with Melissa Bartz of the NRCS to talk about that funding. Now, Melissa, tell us a little bit about what EQIP funding is and who can apply for it. Sure. EQIP funding is available for all private landowners, farmers, farm operators to better manage their farms and their land with conservation in mind. It looks like there's a lot of initiatives or projects that can be tackled with this funding. What are some of those things? Sure. There's different fund pools under the EQIP umbrella, and there's different initiatives as well. And the funding can be used, like I said before, any kind of private land. So if we're looking at forestry, it can be used to improve woods. It can be used to improve structures for erosion control on cropland. It can be used for setting up managed grazing on pasture land. It can also be used for farmstead infrastructure, such as runoff control and clean water diversions. Now, when we talk about, I guess, the amount of funding that someone can get, what does that kind of look like? Do they kind of tell you your need and you kind of meet it, or is it a maximum, minimum? What kind of, when it comes to funding and people apply, what kind of amount can they expect to put towards their projects? Sure. So when somebody comes to us, they come into the service center and they're looking for somebody to help them solve a problem or a resource concern. And we go out and we can look at their farm with them, do site visits, and plan with them what we can offer and what practices could solve their needs. And typically that involves a couple site visits and then drawing up some plans or designs, uh, depending on what they're looking at. And we go over what funding is available and what practices would be involved and what a contract could hold for them, what their responsibilities would be, and what we can bring to the table. So it's really site-by-site uh, dependent on what practices they're, they're looking to prioritize and looking to, to, to get funding on. All right. Well, anything else that you'd like to let listeners know about going ahead and applying for this funding or, you know, again, what they can do with it? Just the fact, like I mentioned before, the sooner you can either call or get us out on site, uh, the better to give you the best opportunity to get funding. Our application deadline is November 19th. And so every application that we have that we've received throughout the year up to that point will be uh, looked at and evaluated. And funding will come likely beginning of 22. Alrighty, Well, that's Melissa Bartz with the NRCS here in Wisconsin talking about some equip funding information. Those applications for EQIP funding are due on November 19th. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman. Thanks, Aaron. The deadline to keep in mind, again, November 19th, if you want to apply for funding through the Environmental Quality Incentives Program, all about conservation projects, which can get a little pricey. EQIP is there to help, but you should apply for those funds as early as possible. Check in with your local Natural Resource Conservation Service office, and they'll get you started 
down the right path. And down the right path you go for holiday shopping. Back again this year, the Boxes of Fun series. Through the Wisconsin Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection, these Boxes of Fun allow you to support not only Wisconsin agriculture, but our Wisconsin businesses. Lois Fetterman, who's in charge of the program, says this year holiday boxes will range in price from $39 to $139, and they're available in eight different varieties. You should place your order by November 19th if you want to make sure to receive your box of fun by Thanksgiving and December 17th if you want it by Christmas. Details up at MidwestFarmReport.com, and I'm sure that we're going to have a conversation with Lois to find out about this version of Boxes of Fun for the holiday season of 2021. Coming up next, to the fields we go for a harvest update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. At Eastman Chemical Sun Prairie, they transform materials that improve your everyday life. Their technologies create innovative products and solutions with specialized molecules that make housewares more durable, cars and buildings safer, and so much more. In short, their products matter because their employees do. Eastman Chemical now has an opening for a material handler operator. Start a career at Eastman by applying online at Eastman.com. Eastman Chemical, Sun Prairie. No doubt about it. The best seat in the house is the one in your bathroom. The toilet is one of those things you never expect to act up or break down. But when it does, Benjamin Plumbing will have one of their capable service techs check things out. It could be something as simple as a float valve. Or it could be you're due for a brand new, comfy toilet. And not to worry, the majority of Benjamin Plumbing's residential repairs are more affordable than you might think. Plus, they stand by their work with a warranty on all parts, labor, and repairs. Temperamental Toilet? Contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Is your crop insurance strategy to just do what you did last year? At Compier Financial, we know how challenging it can be to navigate insurance planning. So we work hard to understand your goals and needs. Let us leverage our exclusive tools and vast experience to develop a strategy that protects your operation. Partner with us today. Give us a call at 844-426-6733 or visit compier.com slash crop insurance. Compier does not provide legal or licensed financial planning services. Compier Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. It is a Whiffles Wednesday, and that means we head out to the field to find out how the harvest is coming along. Heaven knows that Mother Nature has started to give us a little bit more of a challenge when it comes to rainfall here or there. Temperatures aren't necessarily helping us out, but they aren't hurting us yet either. Let's talk about it. Joining us this morning, Cooper Humphreys. He's a district sales manager with Whiffles Hybrids, and uh, he's right in our kind of our backwoods here. Tell him where you're from or where you're working, Cooper. Yeah, Cooper Humphreys here. I cover Dodge in Columbia for Whiffles. We were laughing a little bit about depending, you get rain in one spot and then you may go to the next county and not have any rain happening at all. What's that been doing to you as far as the harvest is concerned? 
Yeah, so definitely a little bit of spider rain here slowed things down in areas. Um, I would say we're about 30% done with our corn harvest and uh, about 70% done with beans. We had a good first initial push, but like I said, a little bit of spider rain here and there has kind of uh, caused guys definitely to change the heads probably more than they would like. Yeah, I, I I can only imagine it. And like we said, we're we're not out of the woods yet. How is the crop standing? Give me some of your uh, observations there, Cooper. Yeah, so the crop is definitely standing um, good for what it's been through, but we're rapidly declining in stock quality. So definitely it's going to be important for guys to get out, be looking at fields, where you're going to go next. Um, I'm afraid we're one big wind event away from a lot of corn laying down, which nobody wants. So Definitely har- harvest timing on these different fields. And like I said, get out there and, and be looking where you're going next. And harvest timing is going to be of the utmost importance as we get things finished up here. So the other issue that uh, we encountered this year, corn rootworm, you know, uh, we've got the genetics, we've got the ability to battle that rascal, but making sure that they're effective is a question a lot of growers have, uh, especially when we look at uh, our bottom line. So tell me a little bit about what Wiffles is doing to monitor corn rootworm, Cooper. Yeah, so we do a, a company-wide corn rootworm spread monitoring system where us as dealers will put out sticky traps as well as our seed reps. Um, and then that all goes back into a database for Wiffles that you can look up on Wiffles.com under the corn rootworm monitoring. And there you can select, there's actually three years of data there, and you can select whether um, the trap was on first-year corn, continuous corn, or so- soybeans. So that gives growers an idea, say, hey, I want to look at uh, what the corn rootworm pressure might be around me. You go in, zoom on that map, uh, look for a couple traps that might have been around you. And uh, obviously the best way to uh, predict corn rootworm risk for the following year would be to monitor during the growing season. So we strongly encourage growers to, to let us put a sticky trap on some of their corn and just get an idea of what's going on out there. Yeah, like you said, intriguing, and I imagine that geography still plays a little bit of a role on some of the numbers that you're seeing, huh, Cooper? Yeah, definitely. So definitely to the south of me, the numbers have been a little bit higher. We don't see extreme pressure in most of my area that I cover, but it's definitely something you want to kind of be ahead of the curve on um, and get an idea of what's going on in your field. Cooper Humphreys along with us, District Sales Manager for Wiffles Hybrid. He's in that Columbia Dodge County area. So tell me a little bit about yields then. How have they been pacing? What have been your big winners? Yeah, so yields have been, I think overall, guys have been surprised that uh, for what the crop went through, that yields are pretty good. A um, couple numbers that are standing out for us would be 1546 and 48 on the early side. That's a 95 and 96 day. Uh, 2506 and that 101 day. And then uh, 2648, 101-day smart stacks. That's new. That really looks good. And everything kind of gearing up if guys are ready to start thinking about 2022. Seed supply looks good for you guys, huh? Yeah, definitely. Got a good buddy of mine that works in seed production, and it sounds like they had an awesome year. Excellent. Well, that's let's, let's hope that we uh, finish strong this year. Hey, Cooper? Yep, absolutely. Everybody's starting to get tired. Cooper Humphreys along with us, District Sales Manager with Wiffles Hybrid. It's a Wiffles Wednesday, and like he said, don't forget to check out their website and learn more about how they're monitoring corn rootworm around Wisconsin. You could participate. They'd love to make sure that you were involved in some of that monitoring. Just go to wiffles.com, or better yet, contact your local Wiffles Hybrid uh, technician, just like Cooper Humphreys, and they'll get you all lined up with uh, that monitoring program or with hybrids for 2022. And that, my friends, is with.